Well, folks, happy new year. Uh, it's pretty wild and surreal that it is 2022. Man, it just feels so weird. Feels like 2021 was a big year for everybody. And in 2021, I don't know what happened to it. It just, well, now we're here. Okay. 2022. We're talking about, what are we talking about? Year in wrap. Year in wrap. It's a wrap up. It's a classic Spotify year in wrap. You know what I That's mean? That's right. Everybody needs that. Podcast right. needs that. That's right. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a mirror wrap up. Uh, Our life needs that. Yeah. How, what was your, uh, what was your top artist for your Spotify wrap up? Oh, do you remember? It's always classic. It hasn't changed for the last five years. Chance. <laughs> Chance the rapper. Yeah, five years. It's like, <laughs> it's great. always like Chance is in the top. One of Justin Bieber's songs is in my top songs, like okay. always. And then Lainey. Nice. Classic. And I think it's a powerful trio. My second most or my most listened to song was Shallow. Heck yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe Ooh. that was think, because we went to that concert. Yeah. I think Shallow is actually on my, I think he was the, my top. But I also had Chance in my top as well. And Khaled, is that his name? Yeah. Khalid. 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 Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that was, that was also, yeah. yeah. Good I, stuff. I always have something weird pop up in there too. Something like my genres were kind of weird too. It's like something so strange out of the bloom. Like, oh, Chicago rap. I think that's what Chance is labeled under. It was like my oh, top. Oh, no way. Top listen Dude, to that's genre with chicago i love that rap. chicago rap yeah that's like, that's pretty good a lot of rap and hip-hop is in my top list yeah so. that's wonderful tasting some coffee like always i'll take the blame for that <laughs> it's actually not in my opinion not as worse it's not as bad as i thought it would mm-hmm Guys, we screwed up the grand title on this oh, by far, like yeah. we do on 90% of the episodes. <laughs> so if you've been listening, this is like nothing new to you yeah. guys. But uh, but at the same time, there was some uh, some interesting like um, interesting like very bits of like fruity uh, on the aromas right mm-hmm. out of the craft. Um, but uh, yeah, it's still sweet. It still has that very much the anaerobic natural. Um, flavor profile like i just finished an anaerobic natural columbia from luna mm-hmm. um and this tastes very similar has right. a lot of the similar characteristics that are as well so yeah um, even considering that it's it is definitely under extracted. oh yeah for sure um it's still like it has like a juicy thick body yeah actually for the yes most part. yes yeah. i actually was gonna say like i'm actually even though this is under extracted i'm actually liking the um the mouthfeel on it yeah. It's really nice. Very nice. Um, yeah. And uh, there, there's also something very interesting in the aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm just tasting it in the aftertaste. Yeah. Some nice, like, I, I don't know. I, mean, I guess I guess we were calling it cherry or yeah. strawberry. Um, yeah. So kind of in that, like, fruity, berry, sweet, sweetness, yeah. some interestingness. So. Totally. It has that, like, malic acidity that I really enjoy in a lot of coffees. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, like rich very thick very juicy um and sweet like malic acidity to me like cuts through like it's not as tart as you would have like some form of citrus Mm -hmm. in your coffee so it's very very sweet yeah that's excellent and uh some of that i think when you brew it actually well and well extracted actually tastes a lot more like a pear um yeah 
for sure. And it, because right now it just tastes like you get the sweet acidity, but mm -hmm. maybe this, this may be the wrong word, but clarity. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a lot more clear when it's extracted, right? Yeah. Which totally makes yeah. sense. That's what a good extraction yeah. should taste like. Right. Especially if you're doing uh, V60 or Latricolate. That's what I've been doing. Like, yeah. hands down, super tasty. Yeah. Way more complexity than this batch we right yeah. now. Well, folks, uh, if you're wondering, like, man, what, what's this coffee they're drinking? Well, uh, as of today, this episode is dropping on January the 1st of January, yeah. um, 2022, once again, the new year. And uh, we're dropping a new coffee. And this is a coffee that we've never, it's nothing like, it's unlike anything we've ever dropped mm -hmm. um, since the beginning of Mir. But I think it's also like the reason why I chose dropping it on January 1st, because I think this year is going to be a really interesting year with a lot of changes to Mir. Mm -hmm. um, anything from a lot of the coffees that we're serving, how we're roasting them, um, but also changing to a lot of the stuff that we're going to be dropping here yeah. in the next couple months. Lots of really interesting stuff, coffee-related and not coffee-related. Yeah. So um, this is like a very exciting coffee, and it's uh, from the infamous farm in Colombia, El Virgil, um, which has been such a hot commodity this mm -hmm. past year. Um, the Colombian coffees that are coming out of that... That the coffees that are coming out of the, those that farm is just they're they're pretty tasty. They're slapping. Yeah. They're they're spanking and everything. So, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's the famous Elias and Shady. Yeah, bait. I think Bader or Bader. Yeah, like D or T, depending on who and how it's spelled. Um, but yeah, very. I would say like one of those spotlight producer and farms that mm -hmm. a lot of us have like talked about. And heard about, so I'm super excited to be to have that coffee on our menu. I'm like super pumped. Yeah, so, and to go into the new year with this coffee, like it's super exciting. Like we've gradually like bought coffees that were like wilder, 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 mm -hmm. and now releasing this coffee in the beginning, like you said, of 2022, yeah. I think is a good way to kind of project wrap up the year, but also look yeah, into yeah. 2022 and be like, okay, we've got some wild stuff coming up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I think also like to sprinkle something, some more stuff on, on top of that is that, um, really the beginning of the year is like kind of our anniversary. Almost. We sold yeah. the first coffee bags of mirror before our site was even up. It was to a buddy of ours, Joel Swick. He yeah. bought it as a Christmas gift for his, um, family members. Yeah. And I remember that experience. I give it to him at Makeworth. Um, and in the beginning of the year was when we launched the website, um, and we had such a spectacular support from the community excitement, just so awesome. And yeah. so two years later now, um, there's a lot that we're going to talk about in this podcast mm -hmm. for this past year, which is year two, but to be kind of entering our coming, entering our third year of running Mir with this coffee is like such a, just such an honor, such a pleasure and just so exciting. So um, this is just a, kind of like a celebratory coffee. And yeah. well, there's also one more coffee from Virgil coming. It's a sneak yeah. peek, which will be announced soon as well. So all of January will be packed with many different Super new coffee. Exciting. So it's going to be, yeah. it's, it's going to be wild. So yeah. Yeah. And it's great um, to look forward to 2022. Yeah. But I think uh, also we spend so much time just like gazing ahead into the year. Um, without actually evaluating what happened 
in the last year that we went through. Of course. Um, so I think that's that's a crucial part is to like wrap up, reevaluate last year, learn from what has happened in the past year to be able to project very well into the future of like the coming year. Totally. Um, so I, like I, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for what 2021 brought us yeah. because like we've learned a lot. A lot. Like yeah. insane. Like I feel like this has been a long year, not because it was as hard as 2020, but mm-hmm. because of like how many things that we've like tweaked, we've understood and we've kind of like maybe not fully cemented, but we like yeah. literally said like, okay, this is, this is very, very important to us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, a lot of that is like, you know, as a learning as a business, as individuals, as also um, a family running a business together, yeah. um, just kind of everything. But before we go into the podcast, I just want to say to all you podcast listeners, like, thank you so much for the support this year, listening to our podcast, commenting on our YouTube videos, uh, reaching out through the Instagram DMs, the messages that we receive. You guys have no idea how helpful and encouraging and just uh, meaningful that is like genuinely, like we really appreciate that. Um, and it's awesome to be surrounded by such an awesome coffee community that is just You guys are just spectacular. So also to this podcast community, uh, we want to give 15% off for the entire first week of January. So you can snag a bag of this El Virgil Mm -hmm. uh, to enjoy. Um, Just use the code called Podcast 15 Podcast 15 you're going to get 15% off. That's our entire store. But honestly, we just kind of like, Push you, to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> push you to this virtual this coffee. coffee. Yeah, yeah, use it on this coffee or use it on multiple coffee. I don't know, yeah. whatever way you like. Because um, this is like, not just once again, a celebratory coffee, but kind of like our gift back to the community of saying like, no, like we've gone this far and we're yeah. actually going to keep going. Totally. And this is just, if it, it feels like two years, but it feels like it just started. Like right. the other day, like I, earlier today, I saw like a TikTok trend, like, layer this sound over like a memory that you really miss. And it was just like a still shot of like a memory that somebody missed with the song. And I'm like, if I were to do that, I would post the video of us rolling in the roaster into the roaster. Oh yeah. Like, it's just like, that's a good one. The last two years have just flown by and there's so much that we could say about that, but that's not what the podcast is about. Mm -hmm. 2021 wrap up. Uh, number one, let's just get right into this. Um, something that we learned this, this past year was a lot about like, uh, taking what's on the inside and being able to portray that mm-hmm. and put that into words. Yeah. And w- w- what we mean by that is like a lot of like running mirror, we have a lot of ideas and a lot of dreams and visions and goals for Mir and what we want to do with coffee producers and partnering with them and telling their stories and all this stuff. And to be honest, it's been kind of difficult in some ways to articulate that. Right. While not leaving any of the bits and pieces of information, important information out because it's so grandiose, you know? And, um, what happened? We went down to Portland on your birthday weekend. What was that like? Even stepping back, yeah, before that, you and I, like, I think at one point in June, we were just like, this needs to happen. Like, we need to dedicate time to flush out, like, vision, flush out heart, flush out mind, and, like, put it on paper. 
And I think that very act itself makes it more tangible. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when it's just flying around in the ether and you're like, oh, all these great, great, great ideas, they're really, really hard to execute. But when you put it out and you actually like jot it down on paper, create a document around it, it means so much more. So we decided that we're going to turn my semi-birthday trip into more of a business trip. But we extended um, the birthday we ex- trip yeah, to for make sure, room for, for that. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we said, hey, we wanted to do this for my birthday, like always want to go to the outdoors. We plan on going to, um, is it not Mount Hood, uh, Lake uh, yeah. or River, Hood uh, River. Hood right? River, yeah. Yeah, we're like, want to do a couple of hikes there, like a little bit, like out in the mountains. But also, let's check like, out free. Yeah, yeah, check out free, which, yeah. never mind, won't <laughs> no, get into yeah. that. Um, but we also wanted to start before that to get this ethos flushed out. Yeah. Um, so I think like, I, I remember it vividly sitting down at Barista, mm-hmm. trying to write all this out and not knowing where to start. Yeah. Because it is a difficult task. It's yeah. like when you have vision and you're a visionary, like your natural like habitat is to dream and yeah. to like just get vision. It's really hard to make it practical. Yeah. And yeah. I think we struggled to that. Like that trip yeah. was a struggle. We didn't get basically like nothing done during that trip like yeah. we got a few things here and there wrote down some verbs some nouns like the classic that you would read in a yeah. book about how to write a mission and vision statement yeah. but it wasn't really tangible but i think what that trip did is it actually projected us to take this idea seriously yeah yeah uh and um i think that's one thing like um there's a harvard study done that took like a lot of students um, and pretty much uh, looked at how they set goals. And a lot of them I think it was like 3% had goals written down and in their mind, uh, like another good chunk just had them in their mind and in the rest just didn't have any goals. And it was something wild like that. The 3% that had goals and had them written down were making on average 10 times more than the rest of the class combined. Mm-hmm. That's bonkers. Now, could there be, have been, um, could this be a coincidence? Sure. Uh, statistics and all those, yeah. um, you know, they're, they're not always the most accurate. However, what that taught me was uh, having something in your mind, in your brain, but also being able to convey that on paper, mm-hmm. solidify that, or put, the, put it in a video, or yep. put it on some hard copy. That transition, it, there's something magical there supernatural there that can actually keep yourself accountable but also it kind of gives body and life to something that to be honest our brains are just creative beings that have an imagination that just can run wild but you're literally taking that imagination putting it into a capsule and saying here it is Mm -hmm. here's what it looks like and defining that on paper is so important you know and so this year a lot of what we learned is like we had a lot of, I mean, we've had, we've been visioning this for five, six years. Right. I remember talking to you on the phone back when you still lived in Florida about starting a coffee company, whether right. that's a shop or a roastery or whatever. But it's that transition from your thoughts into something tangible is a game changer. Yeah. You know, and something that, like something for you listeners, um, think back to maybe this year, did you do that? or maybe going into next year, how can we make goals and vision and 
and play make dreams that are actually tangible that you can write down that you can write out you know a journey or a process of right man this is how it's this is how i think it's gonna happen this is how i'm gonna approach this this is what i'm thinking about and that's honestly not the fun part mm-hmm. it's usually the part that we're like okay do we really have to do this is it very necessary but it's mm-hmm. like yes it actually makes a big difference yeah i think this structure that you're talking about um the practical outcome or the application of this structure allows you to basically say no to things that don't yes. really align. Like yeah. it's, I don't know for y'all folks that are listening, like for me, it's easy to say yes. Cause a lot of things excite me. Um, but for mm-hmm. every like, yes, you say you ha- we're not unlimited beings. Like we yeah. can't say yes to everything and accomplish everything to the full potential yeah. of it. Um, so you have to say no and Mm -hmm. having this structure is going to be a great way for you in 2022 to say no to certain things. So you can say yes as to things that are making you way more alive and to things that actually bring you that fulfillment in 2022 and are going to get you on a closer trajectory to actually achieving that, to seeing what you want happen, actually happen. So, um, yeah, that's that's that. I know we could talk about way more, mm-hmm. but time is running. Um, number two, what is it? What do we learn? Man, I think this is going from something abstract yeah. to something very specific. <laughs> and very, which, very, uh, very technical. Yeah, which still aligns under our fact. Like when we um, talk about our values and our ethos, like yeah. quality is very, very important. Yeah. Like we yeah. believe not only in... Um, being ethical and sustainable from like the supply chain. Yeah. We also like want to serve great coffees. Like, you know what of I mean? Course. Like that's our goal. And in order to serve great coffees, we have to find great coffees. Then then we have to roast great coffees. Yeah. And one of the things that we've, I, I believe like learned throughout this course of roasting through 2021 is the importance of, you know, color and temperature yeah. uh, in the roasting process. Yeah. And, from a broad perspective, like I think if you're a barista or if you're even uh, uh, just brewing coffee at home, you know the difference between, let's say, a dark roasted coffee and a light roasted coffee. Like the general, like big differences. Or even you, a medium and a light. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like the spectrum is pretty big. And I think for the most part, a lot of us have preferences within that spectrum. Yeah. And we know why we prefer those things. Now, for a roaster, it's a little bit different in the sense of like within light roast like we a lot of our coffees we lean towards light roast and medium to light or light yeah um and within that even title there's like a lot of variance like not all light roasted coffees taste good yeah in the same way like not all medium coffees or dark roast coffees taste bad like you know what i mean so there's that preference and within that like dialing in on what it means and how you prioritize certain things in the roast yeah we learned that temp is high on the priority list i mean i think we would agree that it may be the most important thing in our roast profile yeah and it's not just necessarily just temp um and color of the bean but it also has a lot to do with not just like okay, we want light roast, we're dropping the coffee at light. Because even, I mean, kind of going off of what you said just just right now is that like you can have a light roasted coffee and have 
like many variations of the same being being light. It's not like one degree is light, the next degree is not light, and right. the li degree before that is not light. No, no, no. There's like a range of light roast, but where you are in that range and how you got within there. that range mm -hmm. plays a huge, a huge role. Just like you said, not all light roasted coffees are going to taste wonderful and delightful. And same thing with not all medium roasted coffees or dark roasted coffees have to be necessarily bad. But also it's learning how to get to that color or that temp in context with the rest of the roast. Yeah. And so um, something one might say is that like some of that bit of information is that coming from like your DTR, your right. development time ratios, how much, what your ratio is of your development time, which is once your coffee cracks to the end of the roast, what percentage of that is of your entire roast, which gives you a ballpark as to yeah. how you're doing in the first half of the roast as yes, well, totally. you know? So, I mean, it's not just about changing your tail end, your end, but it could be also changing your front end, right. the beginning of your yeah. roast, you know? However, all of that could still be bottled up in a light roast. Yep, exactly. And that's, the nuances of that has been a lot of what we've juggled with, you know? And yeah. especially where um, you might think, you might have a different preference, and I think you do, but I lean towards on some coffees to go a little darker, because I just like something that's a little more light, light medium. Not mm -hmm. on all coffees. I don't think yeah. all coffee should go. Even roasting this Virgil coffee, we're like, oh no, this could be tweaked. Or yeah. like the, a new coffee we're dropping here soon in the next couple of weeks. We're like, oh no, this might need to go a little darker because it's just too light. Yeah. You know, like you're missing out on a lot. And so finding that balance and... Folks, we're talking about like the span of like six degrees. Yeah. I mean, six <laughs> degrees is huge. It's, like it's, it's been sometimes like two degrees that we've like debated on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that and that's yeah. the complexity of it. I'm saying right. is that we, for you know, your average listener, some people might think like, oh, they're talking about like twenty degree differences or ten degrees. It's like, oh no, this could be like a six degree difference. Yeah, and six degrees could be like thirty seconds in your roast. But yeah, <laughs> which yeah. like, I don't know if you were to ask me like, like five years ago, if you're like, Hey, could you taste the difference between like 30 seconds in a roast in terms of color? I'd be like, dude, there's no way. And then now after doing cupping on cupping on cupping, right. I'm like, Oh, there is th a difference. That window, mm -hmm. that small window is a, is a it's lot. A lot. Yeah, and it's crazy to think like yeah. there's so many decisions that you need to make throughout, mm -hmm. let's say, a nine to 12 minute process of mm -hmm. coffee going from green to brown and like nuances within that time range. Like, let's say within the course of like 10 seconds, like we try to get all of our roasts to be like within 15 seconds of mm -hmm. one another. And that's still in my mind, like saying that is scary because that still feels like a big range. Yeah. But if you step back and look within 10 minutes, 15 seconds, yeah. like that's a very, very small margin of error. Mm -hmm. um, whether that's your development time ratio, your total roast time, um, and all of those things like play a role in how you do that. So like when it comes to making those decisions, like we've just seen how important it is to make the final decision based on color and temp. Yeah. And, and tightening that up 
yeah and really like getting into it has been quite the journey so but yeah, i'm pumped about it's a big it one. yeah it's we've a good learned one. a lot about yeah. those profiling this year yeah. yeah which actually that leads to like the sec the last thing that i'd say is asking for help and with roasting um thank god for you know some of the resources that we have whether that's books mm-hmm. um you know, podcasts or uh, online courses that we've listened to. Rob, we've listened to Ann Cooper, we listened to Scott Rayo, but also Scott Rayo's um, like f- roasting coaching forum has been really awesome to be able to reach out to Scott and be able to get some awesome feedback right back. Right. And even just like these past couple of weeks have been really um, interesting to hear what yeah. his takes are on some things, um, which is, just leads me to think that like, a lot of things in life, like especially things that are way bigger than yourself, that like you're just aiming into the unknown of like, hey, we're just on this journey. Right. We want to tell stories. We want to empower producers. We want to build really great, beautiful relationships, but also serve tasty coffee. That's the trajectory. But you're going into unknown land out there. Yeah. <laughs> and oftentimes that means you need to ask for help. And sometimes yeah. people that are actually in that unknown land that you want to be in, yep. you know, um, and sometimes, I mean, a lot of times actually more that you, that asking for help is not easy, but it's probably, it's a, it's yeah. a game changer. I mean, not to be uh, super cheesy, but I would say like, you know, every Frodo needs a Gandalf <laughs> oh, yes. or every Frodo yes. needs a Samwise. I, I, wish, like, I wish we just ended the podcast on that. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, asking for help is, uh, it's, it's hard. Um, it, it just may be, um, I, I don't even know how to word it because hard is an understatement. It's like it's almost like counter to your ego because I think mm-hmm. a lot of the times like you really want to do everything like yourself, like, yeah. and it, that has a little bit to do with like just pride and yeah. wanting to like control every aspect of everything. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times when you don't ask for help, you lose uh, focus of the mm-hmm. greater and grander like purpose of why and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so asking for help actually allows you to focus more on what's, the primary important part of it. Yeah. Um, whether that would be like, I don't, I don't know, we've asked help in design. Like we, we know what looks good. We know what we like, mm-hmm. but accomplishing that is not necessary for us to do when there's people who are like specialized in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. Um, and there's a lot of elements out, for example, we do our own um, social media marketing. We enjoy that. We're yeah. good at that. Yeah. Like that's what we love to do. Yeah. We can yeah. handle that. Yeah. But we also are, again, we're limited to our time and our energy yeah. and we yeah. can't accomplish everything. And if we really want mm-hmm. our business to succeed and like for all you listeners, like if you really want to like grow and like prosper and like move forward mm-hmm. and not limit yourself, like you need a team around you. Of course. Um, you need help. I remember sitting down yeah. with a friend of mine yeah. and he challenged me on that. He's like, dude, are, why are you trying to do everything for Amir? Like why? Like, do you know that at some point you are going to get to the point where you're completely stifling your growth Mm -hmm. like in order for you to grow you need to release some things and focus on other things um and that that's super hard especially when you know you're the co-founder and ceo of a company yeah yeah Yeah. i think that's the even more complicated is when 
you're the owner of the business. And I see this all the time in, um, and w- with like business owners that they, because a lot of these things asking for help sometimes comes at a cost of money and finances. Right. And that's hard as a small business. And oftentimes people just don't see that giving up some of that, the ROI on that is mm-hmm. significant. Right. But that trade-off has to happen. You need to let go of something that's precious to you to gain more over a short span of you know of uncomfortable season you know and so i i think as a business owner for sure and i think this will resonate with a lot of business owners is that it's actually really hard to let go of something that you want to have control over over the entire over everything you know it gets really um just difficult and i think a lot of the times because we've just poured out all of our energy and time and focus into building this thing and we think that man one wrong move is going to destroy everything or I can't entrust this to somebody else because they don't care as much as I do. And I know more because I've built this. Well, sure on some things. Yes. But really in reality, I think there's huge opportunities when you can step back from something and let somebody who's more educated, who's more skilled, who's more talented than you take those avenues and those things and actually just take them and run with them yeah. because they're the experts in that field. They know yeah. way better. And letting go as a business owner is just so difficult right? because your business, this little thing matters and is so close to your heart. And it, at the end of the day, it's like your livelihood. I mean, you're yeah, getting paid from totally. it. Um, it's your reputation. It's, yeah. it's your uh, networking. It's, it's, kind of, it's, it's a lot of things, you know? Yeah. So it's hard, but... Something I've learned, at least from like running Mayor the last two years, has been like, um, not all the time have I let go, and it's been a good decision. But I would say a lot of times when I have let go and allowed somebody more skilled than me, it actually opened up so much room for opportunity yeah. and growth. And it gave me more brain space to focus yeah. on the things that I am actually good at. Yeah. The things that I can actually um, maneuver and take to a whole other level. Yep. But the other flip side of this is that you can't take it to a whole other level because you're you're caught up in thinking about the other things that don't yeah. very come naturally to you. It's like doubling down on your strengths and finding people who are good at in your weaknesses to yeah. help accommodate that. Yeah. Plus, and kind of like side step of that is the fact that if you try to do everything yourself, like if you try to accomplish every aspect of your business and be in control of all of that, you're going to create a one dimensional business. Yeah. Um, because you are going to do everything the way you do it, which sounds great, mm-hmm. but it doesn't give that flow of creativity a bigger lane. Like we always talk about staying in our lane. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. If it's great to, and I still support the idea of staying yeah. in your lane, but if your lane is only enough for two footsteps, yeah. then Yeah. It's great. You may get there, but you won't be as dynamic. Like yeah. your lane needs to grow so that you can actually take part of like a bigger mm-hmm. thing and get into like somewhere quicker yeah. or even create more opportunity for you to yeah. stay in your own lane. Yeah, for so, sure. Or better yet, you know, allow, bring, come alongside, bring people alongside you that are in their own lane, in their own niche. Yes. Yeah. And let 100%. them help you and support you in what your grandiose 
vision or dream or goal is. Um, And I love that you said it's one dimensional. I totally agree with that because um, everybody that you bring onto your team or everybody that supports you in your goals or dreams for 2022 is going to bring a sort of their own perspective, their own creative vision, their own experience, set of experiences. And yeah, you're totally right. If you're just doing that yourself, it it becomes one dimensional. It becomes boring. It becomes, it's not dynamic. Um, Yeah, I totally agree, man. That's so beautiful. I mean, something I talked about with Jared that one time at our pop-up where I was like, man, how cool would it be to bring a lot of creatives into one room and say, you guys just do what you do best. Yeah. And just let them run free. Totally. To me, I'm like, oh, there's something beautiful in that. Yeah. And that goes across the board is finding people to come alongside you that are really good at yeah. their individual things. But yeah. so that's one thing that maybe I'd encourage like folks, like you're planning something big for 2022 or you have some dreams, some goals. Go at it, but don't go at it by yourself. Yeah. Totally. That's that's excellent. I mean, you we could wrap all of that up and going back to like when you're asking for help, like if you have a very strong ethos that's flushed out, you can find the right people yeah. to join. Yeah. For so. sure. That's it, dude. Killer. Boom, boom, boom. Well, that's it. That's a wrap. Um, and I'm pumped that that's how we're going into 2022. Let's go. The first podcast of 2022. That's exciting. Well, folks, uh, there you have it. Hopefully this was encouraging and inspiring as you head into the new year. Remember, Mayor Podcast, 15, 15% off some new coffees. There's many new coffees dropping in the next couple of weeks. It's going to get wild. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys have a spectacular weekend, but also a very extraordinary year. Cheers, y'all.